0: Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. This isn't about a computer, you you know, get into some space world technology. This we can't tackle.
1: Come after me!
0: I'm a man! I'm
1: forty. Uh, I don't know. That's a great point. We we're we we're like one of the most constipated offenses
0: on earth. And you know, we uh... I'm here to tell you right now, we don't care. Let me tell you, right, let me tell you we don't care. What's up everyone? 4440 back again. A little different this week. Um Pat and Stan here today. The other two are halfway across the world in Dublin. um, Living it up on their way to the first college football game of the season. I didn't realize, man, that this is like the first game for the whole season. It's the only one in like an early afternoon time slot in week zero. So they...
1: um, Notre Dame Navy you're talking about?
0: Yeah. So Jack and JB are in Dublin for the Notre Dame-Navy game. Um, an un- understandable reason for not being here today, I guess. Um, but that is the first game of the whole college football season across all of Division I, which is kind of sweet. Um, so a little bit of uh, college football stuff to get into today with um, the... AP Top 25 coming out um, towards the end of last week and a little bit of reaction to that, maybe some predictions there. Uh, And then maybe some Jonathan Jonathan Taylor news. And then if we can get to it, if time allows, uh, some really terrible news in the baseball world uh, coming out late last night and really being digested today with Shohei Otani uh, sustaining a repeat tear of his UCL, the ligament in the elbow um referred to as uh, the Tommy John ligament or the surgery for that referred to as Tommy John surgery. So um pretty gloomy outlook for him, but let's just get started with the college football stuff, given that um, it's Friday, August 25th, when um, this is broadcasted that is the day before officially the day before college football season the first of I think I read 19 Saturdays in a row with college football which is awesome um, so the top 25 came out um, the preseason top 25 came out last week and no surprise Georgia preseason number one Michigan number two Ohio State number three Alabama number four LSU number five uh, to round out the top ten is well, like USC at six, Penn State seven, Florida State eight, Clemson nine, Washington ten. Yep. So my initial reaction to that was, uh, well, a lot of things. But the first initial reaction to that was three out of the top four teams in the country are replacing a quarterback. That's pretty yeah. rare. That that's really pretty rare, man. Like for, um, when, when people try over the summer to predict, you know, who's going to be good next year. One of the things that's commonly looked at is returning production and widely considered the most important position on the field is the quarterback. And none of those teams have returning production at quarterback. Georgia announced, uh, Carson Beck, uh, fairly highly touted recruit, um, out of high school uh, has been named the starter. Ohio state has not named a starter and Alabama also has not named a starter.
1: So the only guy Uh, returning is JJ McCarthy.
0: The only guy of the top four returning as a, well, top five LSU, uh, Jaden Daniels was their starting quarterback last year. He's coming back. Uh, but out of the top four, uh, you're right. JJ McCarthy is the only returning quarterback out of those four teams for the Wolverines. um, So I thought that was a little bit surprising. Another thing I thought surprising was putting Michigan at two. I guess um, if you consider the TCU loss a fluke, which many people do with a non-offensive touchdown being scored, um, that typically uh, affects the outcome in a way that, you know, on paper would suggest otherwise, uh, which TCU did have in that game. I think two pick sixes in that game, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. Um, Ohio state three, Alabama four and LSU five. Um, for the sake of this, the, one of the first things I was thinking about is, um, it feels like every year, at least one team from the preseason top five or preseason top 10 really, uh, finishes unranked. So if you were to expand that to the preseason top 10, which includes again, LSU, USC, Penn state, Florida state, Clemson, and then Washington what of those top 10 teams do you think will finish outside of the top 25 at the end of the season? Oh man. It's hard, right? My, Cause you look at me like my well, first
1: initial thought is like, it would be the most Michigan thing ever to have this self-imposed suspension for a uh, Harbaugh and them to lose one of those intro three games. So I was looking it up. They're playing East Carolina, September 2nd UNLV September 9th and Bowling green, September 16th. So it's three games. So, he should be good in theory yeah. for those three games. But I was yeah. just like, I mean, this is the same team that lost to Appalachian state granted it wasn't under his rule, but, um, I was just like, I kept, I kept looking at that and it, it, I was like, man, the pressure is on to be ranked number two. And then you have like your coach having a three game suspension, but do I yeah. think they're going to drop out of the top 25? No, I do not. So just thought that was a fun little thing. Um, Man oh man. My initial thought would be Penn State, maybe Florida State. Um so wait, I, I keep getting confused. So USC is a big ten team. Not yet. This year. Next year. That's right. Okay. Um Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Penn State or Florida State. I'm gonna I'm gonna be lame and go to near the bottom of the ten. That's, I just, I just think there's going to be probably a sneaky Big Ten team we're not thinking about. I mean, you could have a new guy at Northwestern. You could have. There could be a, a lot of factors. Iowa always comes ready to play. I could just see them maybe, you know, I mean, they're they're a solid program, Penn State, but you never know with the Big Ten. So I'll be lame and say one of those guys.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that's. Um, I don't know if I'd call it. Lame as much as um smart, the uh, I just don't see a
1: world where Michigan or Ohio State are bad. I just, I I just kind of can't see that world.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I don't, I don't disagree, and I think you have to define what you mean by bad because I think there's a chance that um, Ohio State is bad by Ohio State standards, but that is a nine and three season with a potential 10th win in a bowl game. And across the country, if you said a team was going to win 10 wins, that would be a successful season to like, I don't know, a hundred out of the hundred, even more than that out of the 133 division one teams, but by their standards, um, a bad season is still a top 25 season. And I don't think it's, um, lame because, It happens every year. I can't remember how many years in a row now. There's a team that was uh, in the preseason AP Top 25 that finished unranked. Last year, Oklahoma was preseason number nine and Baylor was preseason number 10. Texas A&M, preseason number six. All three of those teams finished unranked.
1: Um, I couldn't believe Oklahoma at 20, just bringing them up real quick. That was kind of shocking to me.
0: So I think the... The thought there is, uh, well, I agree with you. It's a little bit um, projectional. Um, it's another year for Brett Venables. I think people think they're going to be healthier and their defense is not going to be as um, terrible this year as it, as it was last year. Uh, the offense still has Dylan Gabriel, and so the offense should be decent and the defense should be improved. That's just that's the thought there um, mm-hmm. for why people would think that they may be okay. Um, I don't know. I you know I went back and forth because Washington at ten, Florida State at eight, and Penn State at seven. Those are very trendy dark horse picks to mm-hmm. make some noise and making a playoff like. Uh, Penn state gets drew Aller, uh, who people are, um, tend to be excited about. He was a, a very highly rated quarterback recruit and they've had decent production from the quarterback position the last few years, uh, even trace McSorley and before, um, can't see LSU having a below top 25 season as, as much as Brian Kelly's like Darth Vader um, they they were very good at winning games that they were supposed to win at the end of his Notre Dame tenure so for that reason I don't see him falling out even his I, first
1: year at LSU I gotta say I mean he they struggled at the beginning and there was a lot of memes about it but he really did you know kind of settle them down and got yeah. them back to playing really good football and it I have to imagine that trend continues
0: exceeded expectations. And the first for game sure. was crazy. You know, the blocked extra point after the crazy last minute touchdown drive to try to tie the game against Florida state week one aside, they only lost one other game, you know, that, yeah. that's a, uh, before the conference championship game. But, um, I, I just, I, my pick for finishing outside of the top 10, uh, this year is, uh, Clemson. So, for the same reason, I was thinking about that too. I, and, and just because it's a, like a process of elimination, it's hard to try to predict who's going to be bad because the consensus is these are 10 very good teams. Why, you know, why they're, why they're ranked in the top 10. The, um, uh, my reason for doing that is, is more of just who they play. Um, They have to play Florida State, who is, uh, I think, going to be very good again this year. Um, uh, Jordan Travis, I think, is going to have a good year. And what uh, they did last year only makes people that much more excited for them to uh, take yet another step. They have to play Notre Dame at home. It's a home game. uh, But if they drop both of those games, they do have to go to South Carolina, and then if they lose one more game along the way, whether that's at Miami, at North Carolina State, uh, at home against a rebuilding but exciting Georgia Tech under Brent Key, uh, or North Carolina, any one of those games, then they North Carolina is the
1: one where I think they could maybe get into some trouble. I mean, North Carolina is supposed to be good.
0: Yeah. The Drake May is supposed to be great. I don't know how good their defense is supposed to be. It might be kind of a, uh, like, Patrick Mahomes at Texas Tech kind of deal where they're scoring enough to compete with everyone, but their defense is bad enough to not really beat everyone. Um, I think people have some questions about their defense. Uh, I know a lot of their starters transferred this year. Uh, But plenty good enough. Plenty, plenty good enough on paper uh, to have a chance against Clemson, and so that's eight and four, and a, an eight and four team is may or maybe or maybe not in the top twenty-five. Uh, Do so you I see think if, a world
1: where USC is so bad that um, Caleb Williams stays another year? I've been hearing some reports that he's wrestling with because doesn't he he would still have another year of eligibility right
0: he would i think
1: i feel like i've heard or i saw a report and i granted i should have done my further research but i saw a report that basically if isn't number one he potentially might stay um and i was like man that could be an, inter- an interesting little factor to this whole thing as well I mean if they get off I mean I say this because you talk about you know Drake May and thinking about these top recruits and with this NIL money like it really does factor in these days of what you're gonna do and I could see a world where maybe if USC doesn't get off to the hottest start I don't know this this whole list is like It's so interesting to me because there's there's the you know the blue blood programs we all expect to be there. There's some that are kind of sneaking up, and there's some and there there truly are some that are like like Texas being 11 is like whoa to me. Like they're really starting to you know
0: yeah like it's it's not a joke anymore to say that they're bad
1: yeah it's not a joke like and you know. As we all know arch Manning is there like when when does the when does that get released when does on on like on college football like there are some storylines in this top twenty five that are really fun really really fun
0: yeah I, as you um travel down the list texas as you mentioned is is really one that's a we talk about like some trendy uh dark horse picks to make the playoff tennessee uh, Texas. 12 i like. like texas shows up yeah if uh you know Joel Mil- joe milton got a little bit um of uh exposure when hinden hooker had his terrible knee injury and he looked fine he was plenty talented before he transferred from michigan uh tennessee had such a fun season last year i think Some of this is just some hope that they're good again because it's fun when a blue blood like Tennessee is good. Uh, You keep coming down. Nerd Aim at 13. We could talk so much about them. I think we'll just skip it for now. Yeah. Uh,
1: Utah, nice under the season. Utah. 14. Yeah. Uh,
0: Most people are split between Oregon and Washington at uh, winning the Pac-12. Oregon sitting at 15. Uh, Kansas State and TCU were the two best teams in the Big 12 last year. Um they sit at 16 and 17. There's no way TCU can replicate the fun season they had last year. Um, uh, but still should be decent, uh, if not truly competitive. Then I think it gets really fun. Then you have Oregon State, who won 10 games last year. I don't know the last time that happened. They get DJU from Clemson as their new starting quarterback. So their um rise to being relevant or competitive just keeps going. Uh, Wisconsin, under Luke Fickle, will be really interesting. Um, he's well respected everywhere he's been, uh, and now takes over a Wisconsin program desperate to be um, considered up there again. I, I'm actually really surprised that they're rank- ranked, let alone 19. We talked about Oklahoma and North Carolina a little bit. Ole Miss, um, really hit or miss. I could see Ole Miss winning 10 games, and I could see Ole Miss winning three games. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's it seems to it be. It uh, seems
1: like a, the, always the old Miss thing. It's like yeah, no so doubt. So hit or miss,
0: especially under Lane Kiffin. And, uh, you know no that running back.
1: It's an old Miss. They, Ole yeah, miss. yeah, Ole Miss. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, they have a the running back Quinchon Junkins, is awesome, who definitely will um, have his name in a lot more households this year my dark horse for somebody starting outside of the top 10 and finishing in the top 10 is Texas A&M. And I don't know how much it would be considered a dark horse. Cause I don't think I'm the only person with this opinion, but uh, and full disclosure, most of you guys know I'm from Texas. I have no Texas allegiance. My brother and sister went to TCU. So I like to see them do well. I don't know if I go all the way to say I'm a TCU fan, but certainly no allegiance to Texas or Texas A&M. So I say this with an unbiased opinion that, I think the Aggies are going to be very good this year. They were extremely young last year. They had the injury bug hit them. And, um, you know, luck says that you don't have that much of an injury bug twice. They have uh, a uh, pretty talented quarterback who was a true freshman last year that's coming back uh, with some experience this year. Jimbo Fisher made his name as the – made his name into like prominence because he was a quarterback guru. Cause he had uh, the Jameis era at Florida state. Um, so I think they're going to be extremely good and give LSU and Alabama a run for their money in the sec West. Then you have Tulane who had that really fun um, cotton bowl win last year over USC. And then rounding out the top 25 is Iowa, which has, so, so many, many of they're like it's the perennial, own.
1: like 25 or just outside the 25 that they're always a strong program and, you know, win some games and
0: yeah, they
1: could beat anybody, honestly, on any given.
0: So many of its own storylines with all the betting stuff that's come out of Iowa. Uh, so many players being accused and found guilty of betting on games, even their own games, uh, the whole thing with Kirk Ferenc and his brother and being terrible at offense is still there again this year. So I don't know. My pick for a team in the top 10 finishing unranked, probably Clemson, which I understand would be a little bit of a surprise to a lot of people. And then outside the top 10, finishing in the top 10, I'm going AM.
1: For my outside the top 10, finishing in the top 10. I think I'm going to go Utah. I liked what I saw of their program last year. And if they keep building upon that, um, I get that they don't have everybody returning, but um, I just I just thought that the direction of the program, I mean, they went, they went and won some big games against USC and they were not scared. Yeah. It, just for whatever reason, Utah felt like a very different program than me last year.
0: Um, yeah, the only, I completely agree had another great season last year. I think what, um, uh, Kyle Whittingham has done at Utah is truly remarkable. Um, the big question mark in Utah coming into the season is starting quarterback, Cam rising, who was phenomenal last year. Uh, left the Rose bowl with an ACL injury and I guess is having a hard time coming back in his rehab, Um, which it's been under wraps, which is understandable. Uh, Keeping that kind of news close to your chest is uh, a normal thing to do at this time of the year, right before the season starts. But uh, in some ways it's a reminder that these guys are human and coming back from an ACL injury is not easy. we, take for granted the guys who come back in six months or seven months when uh, in reality that's really not always the case Um, so I hope he ends up just fine I'm like you um, really enjoy watching them and I think he's a big key to their success this year Um, so I hope he's okay but a little reminder of the human side of when we think of these guys larger than life
1: do you have a team that's outside of the top 25 that you think could finish in the top 25?
0: Oh, yeah. Great question. That's an awesome question. Um, I, I Top 25 or like top 10, uh, if any. So, uh, I, top 25, I think the easy place to turn um, is like you were saying earlier, the lame pick, but also like the most likely pick. I have a same. Or similar take uh with the n- next two teams receiving votes, or who would have been ranked twenty six and twenty seven that's almost a cop out but can i
1: get, can I uh, try to guess Yeah, would you say like is it is it going to be like an auburn or a Florida
0: No uh, both good guesses, but um those are are Texas Tech and South Carolina. If I had to pick mm-hmm. one of the two, I think they're both going to be um, decent. And, and I think they're going to both finish in the, in the top 15. So maybe that makes it not as lame of a pick to go from 27 to finishing in the top 15, but South Carolina, uh, Shane Beamer, their head coach has done nothing but exceed expectations since he's been there. He's way ahead of schedule in his rebuild. You know, they were supposed to win like three games year one. They won f- like five or seven. They went like seven and five. And then last year they reel off three in a row against, uh, Big top 10 teams uh, beating Tennessee and Clemson and smoking both of them, honestly. Um, You know, their uh, quarterback uh, coming over from Oklahoma was plenty talented in Spencer Rattler before he left. And I think they've done a great job getting all of that talent out of him. It's just hard when you're in the same division within your conference as Georgia and, and Tennessee. Um, It's hard to really stand out and have a special year unless you can beat those teams. And I think they're capable of doing it. I I think it's less likely, but um, even if they lost to both of them, I could see them finishing 10 and two and beating everybody else. What about you?
1: Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm almost going like the dummy, dummy pick of just like there's going to be another SEC team that sneaks in and, you know, turns some heads and is maybe a year ahead of where they should be. So I'm, I'll go Auburn or Florida. I guess here's my, here's my last question. So, and I, and I can start if you had to give a hot take for what you think is going to happen this season, I'm not saying it's got to be like crazy, I'm just saying something that you think people wouldn't expect. What do you think is going to be in this season? So I'll start. So I think um, Jacob Fromm. People are going to realize he was a, a lot better than people gave him credit for. Um, I think that I think George is still going to be very solid. Oh, you
0: mean you mean Stetson Bennett?
1: Oh my God! What am I saying? Why where would Jacob <laughs> Fromm go? Oh my God. <laughs>
0: Jake Fromm was right before him.
1: Well, I just, it's uh, okay. Yeah. I,
0: I'm following you. I, I know what you meant.
1: Yeah, Stetson. Sorry, I was just watching the – I watched Jake Fromm beat the uh, Ravens the other night for whatever. Yeah. Um, Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett, yes. Um. So yeah, he's on the Rams, duh. Um, I think he's going to get looked at and people are going to realize, like, he wasn't – I get that he was kind of a game manager and I get that he was, you know, throwing the – Probably the best talent in the NCAA, but I still think having a good guy like that under center is so important to a program that if Georgia struggles at all, I think people are going to be like, man, like Stetson really was in control a lot of the time. That's going to be my hot take is Stetson Bennett gets retroactively respected a little bit more.
0: I think that's a I think that's a great take and I actually completely agree with that take. You know, last year Georgia had a big scare at Missouri. They were really on the ropes against Missouri and and they pulled it out and they obviously never looked back after that, but um in that same situation if their new quarterback in Carson Beck is asked to go win a game when otherwise they look Really shaky, or like they're going to lose. I don't think a a brand new quarterback, let alone a decent quarterback, would be able to do that. Um, so if they find themselves in the same situation this year, I think that's a game that they lose. I completely agree that Stetson Bennett will be given more credit, like post mortem, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Not that he's dead; he's just in the NFL. But um, the uh, I like whoever lived. I like that take for a similar reason. One, I have two that I I, I can't pick between. Uh, one of them is um, Ohio state loses more than two games this year. Ooh. And for the same reason, I think both of the quarterbacks that are in their quarterback competition are plenty uh, talented, but replacing a top two overall draft pick is not easy to do. And some teams have had a really nice luxury of just reeling through top tier NFL talent, Alabama, the same way Alabama's last, what, three or four starters at quarterback are now starters in the NFL Mm -hmm. between, uh, Tua and Jalen hurts four. Tua and Jalen hurts. And, uh, uh, what's his name at the Patriots, uh, Uh, Mac Jones? Jones. And uh, Bryce Young, yeah, and I don't think any of the three quarterbacks that are competing for the starting job over there are NFL starting talent worthy, so they're gonna have a similar problem. I just think Alabama top to bottom is better than I Ohio mean, State. To your, Otherwise, I don't know.
1: To your point, too, I mean, their destiny is gonna potentially go through Michigan. And, and Full disclosure, JJ McCarthy right. went to my high school, so I love the kid, <laughs> but also like even if he didn't go to my high school, like I keep thinking about when he just stayed on the field after that TCU game. And they were like, he was like, I'm just going to take this all in. Cause I don't want this to happen again. You get another year of that guy who already looked pretty phenomenal in his sophomore year.
0: I completely and, agree.
1: And then you're going to have a, a fresh guy going against that. I mean, I think JJ is going to be a dog this year. Um, and that's, I think that's a very scary proposition for Ohio state.
0: I, I think, I think that's another very good take. I think Michigan's going to beat them again. And uh, people in Ohio are not going to like it. But here's my pick for Ohio State losing more than twice. They have to play on the road at Notre Dame, which I know is a game that they should win. But they play on the road at Notre Dame. They play at home against Penn State. They go to Wisconsin. That's three top
1: 25 opponents.
0: And they get... And they, and they and they have to go to the big house in Michigan. So four,
1: yeah, they have to win.
0: Tough. They have to win three out of those four.
1: Like you said, with a with a new guy that we are considering probably not right. up to the talent level of CJ Stroud.
0: Exactly right. With a new quarterback that's not as raw talented as their last one. Uh, I I think this is a year that they take a step back by their standards which is still a season that a lot of other people would die for. So that's one take. the other take I have right before we finish is that the Duke blue devils have to play Clemson at home in week one, Notre Dame at home at the end of September and at Florida state towards the end of October, they win one of those three games. Say
1: the three games again.
0: Clemson Clemson at home, Notre Dame at home, at Florida State. They win one of those three. Thought they were very surprisingly very competitive last year. They have a veteran quarterback in Riley Leonard and um, a really, um, really proven young head coach in Mike Elko, who was phenomenal as a defensive coordinator at Notre Dame. He was great as the defensive coordinator at a and then left and took over at Duke and uh, immediately uh, gained some traction and had found some success there. And I think they're not going to be, I uh, mean, I don't know if I would pick them to finish in the top 25 just because eight and four teams are really hit or miss, but they could easily go at least eight and four. They're not quite to the point that you'd expect them to win like nine or 10 games and be on the level of Clemson and Florida state, but that's a, they're certainly good enough that uh, if Tough either game. of those yeah, teams, that's I mean. yeah, of those, that's, yeah, that's right. If either of those teams doesn't play as well as they should, Notre Dame included, any of those three teams don't play as well as they should, that's a game they were at real risk of losing. Yeah, and I think one... for
1: sure it could be a season runner for somebody.
0: Uh, yeah, no doubt, and I think it's going to happen to one of them. I just I don't know which one yet. Um, some of it may depend on what September and October looks like for. The, the rest of those teams, but watch out opening at home against Clemson. That's a tough game to start the season for Clemson. Um, so I almost went with them for my one outside of the top 25 to finish in the top 25, but I think I like South Carolina in the top 15 more.
1: I love it. I hope it doesn't happen to Notre Dame. I'll say that. Yeah,
0: shoot me, me too. But, I like could you're, say but you're
1: right, though. That, that's a game where I would look at Notre Dame's schedule as a fan and being like, ooh, this is going to be a tough one.
0: Yeah. That's
1: a classic. Uh,
0: plus, classic Notre Dame would be to beat house State at home and then go to Duke and lose.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty uh, – yeah, that would be pretty uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Pretty standard of uh, Big time. ups and downs.
0: Big time letdown spot and guess what they go to do the week after they play Ohio State.
1: Yeah. Leave it all out on the out on the field for Ohio that's State right. and get caught.
0: That's right. But I think unless you have anything else about the top twenty five, I think that about wraps up what we've got time for.
1: No, that's gonna be a fun season. That's basically all I got.
0: Yeah, man, Can't I wait. cannot cannot wait. Uh-oh. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, Hope you enjoy the games this weekend. We definitely will, and then we'll be back.